Hello, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the guest slot here on Wild Wisdom Wellbeing. Uh, it's me, Robin Harris, and today I have the lovely Jessica Fletcher of our local coffee shop, Bean and Bread in Abergavenny, which is my go-to place. I don't go anywhere else, though, to be honest. Uh, yeah, Jessica and I met through networking, and I just loved what she has done in setting up this coffee shop and having lots of vegan options in the menu, which obviously works well for me. So I thought I'd invite her on to talk about all that she does there in Bean and Bread. So. Jess, if you would start just by telling us maybe a little bit about yourself. Yeah, no problem. And um, thank you for having me on, Robin. It's a, it's a pleasure to come and actually talk to somebody other than my bubble at the minute. So it's really nice to uh, to be invited. Um, so I'm Jessica and I'm originally uh, from Newport in South Wales. Um, Basically, the reason I suppose I am up in Abergavenny at the minute is because of my business, uh, Bean and Bread. Um, but prior to that, I kind of travelled around the world. Um, notably, I went to New Zealand for a couple of years um, where I fell in love with coffee and coffee culture. Um, and whilst I was there, I worked for the government, um, tackling um, truancy um, with the Maori culture, which was extremely interesting. Um, and I lived in Wellington. New Zealand so I absolutely love that um, that was such a valuable experience for me uh, and then yeah when I come home I was kind of like coming in and on what to do um, and I did apply for a couple of government jobs but I didn't really get anywhere and I, I think that was like steering me to kind of do something a little bit different um, so yeah I've always been like attracted to Abergavenny and I came up here and I, I found the perfect premises and, and that kind of led me and then to where I am today um, so yes, a little bit about me. Also, um, in terms of my personal life, I've got um, a little boy who's 18 months, um, Jesse. Uh, so that's been kind of a little bit of a, a whirlwind the last like two years, having a business, bringing Jesse up, um, and with everything that's going on with COVID. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's it's looking positive for the future. So um, I'm trying to remain optimistic. So yeah. But you were talking about COVID there. You have done great things with bean and bread even during the whole pandemic stuff and you were uh, revamping the whole place you did a whole lovely uh, new layout well le not so much layout but refurbishment of the property because it's beautiful it uh, just to tell people who maybe have never been uh, it's got the most lovely atmosphere it's uh, really just chilled and everybody's so friendly and welcoming and there's lots of plants everywhere and it's yeah and lots of plugs and sockets where you can do work yeah. as well because you've had meetings and things haven't you in For Bean and sure. Bread? Yeah yeah so kind of like going back to why I started the business um, mm. when I was in New Zealand um, I kind of fell in love with coffee before I went out there I think like maybe a lot of teens or people in the early 20s are not that into coffee um, and I kind of gave it a go and, and I was pretty much hooked um, by both the taste of the coffee and the culture out there with coffee shops. Um, so I didn't really at that point have, have a dream of opening my own place, but I suppose I fell in love with it so much when I came home I realised what was missing uh, in my life. Um, and that sort of led me on then to exploring that route. But basically, yeah, bean and bread, I suppose, I brought so much back from New Zealand with me in terms of I wanted to create what I felt out there when I sat in a coffee shop 
and I just absolutely love like the vibe of you know just being calm and being with friends and hanging out for as long as you possibly can drinking like amazing coffee um, and yeah like you say being like in that environment where you feel maybe that you're transported to another country like New Zealand or Australia um, and you're not necessarily you know in maybe Wales although I do like to bring that into it as well um, so that's where it kind of um, stemmed from um, but yeah I love you know I really try to encourage um, the community coming together in the coffee shop um, like where we met Robin when I did the um, the women's networking um, I've done yoga um, in the coffee shop in the mornings which was absolutely amazing to be in that environment and then have a coffee and some brunch afterwards and a lot of people actually come in and just sit there it, on their laptops and do their work and, and they're pretty much there all day just like we're topping them up with coffee because I think it's so calm and they can mm. actually do tricks I think in some places that you know when you're sitting there you have to really kind of like zone out and I feel like they can do that in and bread um, which is really important to me um, for it not to feel like a hectic atmosphere you know very definitely I, I've been one of those people sitting yeah at uh, kind of the breakfast bar bit that you have and just working away on my laptop because it really does allow concentration. I've tried working in other coffee shops and it has been a struggle, but in bean and bread, you just want to stay all day. You don't want to leave. But at the same time, it, it's you've managed to get just the perfect ambiance where you can sit and work and concentrate and focus if that's what you want to do or you can sit at one of the tables and just feel really chilled and really relaxed and like you say sit there and drink coffee for as long as you want you've got the soft furnishings you've got the fire you have beautiful decorations at christmas because i've been you know fast food joints or other coffee shops where you just feel drink your coffee and go but mm. in yours it's very much no it's a place to meet with friends it's a place to chill it's a place to hang out so mm. I love what you what you've created there and, and I think you know that goes for you know it's kind of like when you create your home and the design of your home you kind of want it to be somewhere that you just want to be forever and you just want to stay there and hang out you know and it's the same thing with being and Brad I want people to feel like they could just you know sit there and you know even take pictures like if the Instagram kind of world now and social media is absolutely exploded and I think that's such an important aspect for businesses to hone into, but as well, you know, kind of feeding everyone who wants to come in and take pictures and pop it on their Instagram or on their Facebook. Um, that's such an important aspect of, of it as well. And I think, you know, plants and, um, you know, colors, like I've done my bathroom right now into like this big, like colorful um, area that people want to go into and just take selfies in the bathroom, you know, and, and it's little things like that 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 make people happy and and that's why they want to come to us and um and and hang out with their friends so uh, and i love that you've got all of those little touches and i've seen some of the photographs that you've got on your instagram some that clara have has taken yeah. and there really just is a very distinctive feel you really have a branding to your business in that respect and I love that it's it's really just connecting with people. So all of those things, like you say, that home kind of sense, that kind of touch, I love yeah. that kind of sense of, I can just be, it's like having a space of, you almost have ownership. You feel so comfortable in that space that you've created and, and connecting in with friends and connecting in with culture and connecting 
by just taking a photograph of a delicious uh, cronut that you seem yeah. to specialize in and <laughs> sending that around. I've never met a cronut yeah. until I went to see bread. But yeah, no, for sure. I just, I do think that, um, that yeah, that is that is a very important aspect of it. And um, like, you know, in terms of not just the design um, of the coffee shop, but we're kind of bringing other things in now and working on sustainability, um, becoming plastic free um, and, and working to improve our footprint with, with that. And I think as well, educating our customers on that and bringing them along with in the journey um, is really important for us. And, and I'm always looking at ways to kind of, you know, move the business forward and kind of um, be a lead there in 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 that coffee shop industry, especially for Abergavenny, um, because unlike places like Cardiff, Bristol, and London, they're always a step ahead of the game. You know, and I think it's important to keep up with trends that way, um, and ways to kind of um, make sure we're doing what's best for the environment, um, um, especially now. You know. Definitely. And you you certainly are such an entrepreneur. You're always thinking of new things, but in a very nice and organic and gentle way, because some places just do new for the sake of new and it feels a bit kind of yeah. uncomfortable. You have to settle into it. But with yours, it just seems to flow. Yeah, I think it's quite, I, I suppose where I set up the business, I, you've got to be a little bit careful with kind of just putting things on people um, quite quickly. Um, people have got to take time to get used to it. And I think with the brand um, that's happened in itself, like when I opened it, I think a couple of people were a little bit reluctant to try us out because we were 80% vegan. Um, but as time has gone on, you've seen that, you know, as soon as people have come to us and try our products and our food and our drinks and our smoothies, um, they've loved them and they've really enjoyed them. And they've probably surprised themselves, you know. Um, so, yeah. And, and in and in that way, with the, you know, the plant um, packaging and things like that, I suppose. I mean, even before I really looked into it because of the business, I didn't know much about the whole recycling and um, all the different kind of ways that you can work to improve your footprint you know and I think it's so important that that we try and educate like I say our customers more on that and and make sure that they know what we're giving them and how they can how they can use that in their homes and recycle it and move that forward um especially now because we're doing a lot more takeout food I think that's incredibly important because there's so much that we're that we're kind of purchasing from um from companies that we want to support because they're doing a good thing um and then and then bringing that into our space and then moving that forward with our customers so so yeah um for sure and you know with our takeout um talking about takeout menu we've um, recently launched a 100% plant-based menu for veganuary um, but we're actually continuing it now into february because we're still in lockdown um and you know it's it's been it's we've actually had it's been very well received and a lot of people have come in and and I've tried to kind of you know get them round to thinking you know it's, it's going to taste good because I think as soon as people think it's plant-based or vegan something switches in their mind and they kind of think oh it's you know not going to be very tasty but but yeah they've they've tasted it and, and they've loved it they've come back for more and I think that's what it's about you know a few people have said are you going to continue with 100% plant-based and it's something that maybe in the future I would definitely do but I think it's also important to emphasize that you know we don't have to be 100% vegan and we don't have to be 100% plant-based you know you've, you've got to have that balance and and don't feel guilty about that the reason I did 80% uh, vegan coffee shop was purely because I thought you know it's 
it's nice to have a little bit of something else on the menu and you know not everyone's going to fancy plant-based food um, and it's kind of offering offering a menu that will cater to most people um so yeah yeah but um but i've been really really chuffed with how with how everyone's been coming in and, and trying all of our new food and and um i think we're definitely on the right path there uh, with the plant base because a lot more people now will be will be switching up their diets even if it is a couple of days a week or a few days a week and swapping that out for meat um it's a good thing so so yeah and I think that, like you say, people are becoming so much more aware. And I was on a networking meeting the other day where somebody was sharing that fossil fuels seem to be on the way out as well. People are choosing and, you know, more more renewable fuels. And they've mm. actually they're outselling the fossil fuels on yeah. many in many ways now. Good morning, yeah. Beverly. We've got uh, Beverly Jones joining us. One wow. of my networking contacts runs the uh, Awaken business group along with uh, Roger Daniels who's been a guest on here before and Beverly is local and when I mentioned that I was inviting you on today she said oh gosh got to try bean and bread so yeah <laughs> lovely to yes don't knock it until you try it absolutely I think people are going to start trying out these plant-based foods and realizing that now they don't have to be as you say, the the what they had the reputation of being a bit cardboard and yeah. not very tasty and probably quite dry, but not now. No. Veganism has come on a long way. People have realised how to cook properly in yeah. a plant-based diet, and once they taste your cakes, they won't want to go back. They'll know that they can live on a, a plant-based. It doesn't have to be, as you say, one hundred percent, but a plant-based. Uh, yeah. diet without having to compromise at all my husband who is a complete carnivore cannot live without his meat yeah. loves bean and bread loves your <laughs> vegan foods oh, so yeah. if if he's convinced then, then i'm not sure he's ready to give up his meat just yet yeah. but if he's convinced yeah. that vegan food is completely edible yeah. then yeah i think that is definitely half the battle really because um if you kind of see 10 years prior to now or previous to now a lot of people who would have opened vegan cafes or restaurants not so much restaurants maybe cafes they would have been doing things like linda mccartney sausages and um, you know products like that whereas for us we're not concentrating on replicating meat we're concentrating on you know looking at you know beans pulses you know all those kind of things that that we know taste good and and emphasizing that with the with the like herbs and spices that we use and um and i and i think it's kind of yeah definitely moving away from that and moving on to just fresh um local kind of plant-based um plant-based foods for sure yeah I, I love your whole uh sustainability so you're mentioning i mean we talked about the plastics and the packaging but just even talking about having local foods that yeah. they don't have all of that travel involved yeah no, for sure like um, and i think that's that's something that has definitely been highlighted during uh, the coronavirus mm. is that you know we want to shop as local as we possibly can um supporting everyone around us and and we we've definitely honed in on that and and it's given us time um during the lockdown to kind of like look at our suppliers and ensure that we're getting as much as we can from from local farmers and things like that um all of our micro herbs from a, a langton's farm in quick Howell, mm -hmm. smoked salmon from quick Howell, and um, our eggs and our dairy as well um 
from the farm in Raglan. So, so I, I definitely think this lockdown, in a way, has been um, it's been a silver lining for me to be able to move my business forward in ways that maybe I couldn't have when I was open and just busy, you know. Um, and and it and definitely, I'm really excited for the spring summer now, where we can introduce um, more exciting meals and um, work with with like-minded businesses and collaborations and and work on um, getting the community more involved for sure. And it's interesting you were talking there about how COVID and the pandemic and the lockdown have, have given us some opportunities and they've also helped us to understand, it, especially in at the beginning when industry calmed down, there was less travel, we mm. could see uh, the air was clearing and we could understand what, begin to understand more deeply what we're doing to the planet and mm. that we need to be more sustainable. And obviously this is coming at just the right time. There's a, a wave with the Perfect Planet show on television and the lockdown. But then things kind of began to shift a little bit with so much being that uh, you had to have everything wrapped individually and it was all wrapped in plastic yeah. to reduce the risk of transmission of the yeah. virus itself and that got me a little bit worried i was thinking here we have all these positives that are coming from coronavirus and here things are going maybe not the way we'd all hoped mm. though i can understand why so it's great to see that there are companies out there like yourself who are looking into the packaging looking into the alternatives because they are there That's and cool. also doing that education yeah and i think it is definitely you know a happy medium with it because for instance with the uh, plant-based packaging that would be you know a lot more expensive than your average plastic packaging and i think customers need to understand then that for a business it's difficult to kind of you know outlay that cost um without you know figuring out how how we're gonna make up for that um so, so it is, it's difficult. And, and I mean, with me saying I would love to go plastic free, it's not as easy as it sounds because there's so much that you use and you don't realize um, within a business, especially that um, that you've got to kind of figure out alternatives to that. Um, but there's definitely ways and there's businesses that I'm looking up to and kind of seeing how they're doing it, um, which is great that, that I've got, that I've got businesses like that um, in other countries to kind of see, see what they're doing. Um, but, but for sure, I, I agree with you there. I think it's definitely, um, we've got to be clever about it and, um, and kind of work together as well. I mean, there's, you know, sometimes you feel like you do something as a business or an individual and you kind of want to know that the community are trying just as hard or we're all kind of collectively working to, to reduce that. Um, um, but that's definitely something that I'm going to be working on as a business now in 2021. I think that's that's where we should be going. And, and I think with climate change more visible, we need to be, we need to be on it for sure. And there's a guy I met uh, who was all about the bottom line and he was saying businesses need to have a triple bottom line so it's not just the financial side but it's the well-being of our staff because we're very aware now that mm -hmm. people's well-being is important and yeah. th that businesses can't ignore that that is something that goes part and parcel with the uh, sustainability and yeah. the well-being of your business as a whole but also the well-being of the planet so mm -hmm. that we are thinking green that we are thinking sustainable that we're reducing waste whether that's food waste plastic waste whatever kind of waste and and how we're using things so that education 
and bringing the customers along with you. I think mm. that's amazing. I think that you're covering all of that, really, aren't you? You're looking at business and entrepreneurship and and keeping new, keeping up with the trends, but you're also thinking of how can I bring the people together and have that community and connection? And how can I keep everything sustainable? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not an easy feat, kind of, you know, you've got mm. to keep on of all the trends and your social media and um and, and in a way that's that's the most important thing because you're kind of getting business back from that but then you want to be doing it for the right reasons you know so um and, and back to when you said about staff you know i've tried to be as supporters that supportive mm. as my kids during this time because i know that especially when you know you're at home you kind of get into that um go into your own shell i suppose and it's very difficult then to get out of it you know so that's really why I opened the business back up so that I could have um, my team kind of come back in and, and I put it out there that if, if anyone wants to come in and work a couple of shifts just to get out of the house then then they can do you know because I felt like getting out of the house for a, a couple of days a week has been so good so good for me um, seeing people and I think even for my customers coming in and just getting that coffee and having a little chat and then leaving and some people might not agree you know and, and might say that it, it's not really essential for us to be open um, but I feel like for, for people who might be struggling and they just need that out for you know 10-15 minutes is so incredibly important and, um, and and we're both gaining something from it you know I'm not necessarily making much money from it but I feel like it was the right decision and I'll keep doing it until until we can open you know um, and, and and it is it's, it's great for us as a business in Abergavenny just so people know we're there and I think that's really important to know you know they're open today so I can go in and have a coffee and a, and a vegan cake and a matter and uh, yeah yeah, and we're very fortunate, aren't we? Being in Abergavenny, you talked about the wonderful suppliers that you are able to use being based here. There's a lot of growth of fresh vegetables and things like that. You've got the salmon mm. brick howl, but also that it is a real community spirit here. It's, it's a nice little market town and people are friendly and they kind of, if they don't know each other, they'll know somebody who knows somebody. And that idea of just having people giving them the the chance to come in to get out of the house to get connection mm. and i know that you take all the precautions with the ppe and the hand sanitizer yeah. so you're setting everything up but also giving that mental well-being support as well and that's ties in nicely with this thursday being time to talk day yeah because we need to be aware our mental health is so much a part of our overall well-being it is, it is for sure. And I mean, so many customers like who are coming in, they're just out on their walk or, um, you know, they're just nipping to Morrison's and getting, and getting some bits and popping over to us. And, um, I, and I just feel like because there wasn't much open in town and there still really isn't much, um, that it was something that I just had to do um, sooner rather than later. Um, because I mean, for me, I think that I, you know could have benefited from the time off to catch up with with the business and and things like that and, and how we're going to move forward in the spring and summer but um but yeah i just uh, i definitely think that it's been worthwhile um and for sure like there's so many people that have come in and, and just and stuck around for about 20 minutes half an hour talking because i think they're just so relieved to talk to someone other than they <laughs> because yeah you know that's all it's been pretty much uh, all of christmas and then prior to that um in the summer before summer you know yeah and i think we've really missed that sense of community that sense of connection and if somebody lives completely on their own 
they don't see anybody. We were all geared up for this Christmas that we were going to be able to get back together with friends and family. And then obviously that wasn't able to happen. Mm. And even for those who live within a family, if they're just seeing the same faces again and again and again, and sometimes feeling rather cooped up and a bit of cabin fever stuck in the house. It's so good, like you say, just to get out and see somebody different yeah. and feel yeah. that connection. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you've got on for this month. I know that this month is Valentine's month. Yeah. So, so basically, um, we've been doing, um, as I mentioned before, our plant-based menu, which is takeaway only. Um, and then we kind of thought that, you know, with people not having much to look forward to, not being able to go out and, and sit in restaurants and things like that, that it would be nice to do a brunch in a box. Um, and we know, we know that a lot of businesses around us are doing kind of dinners and things like that. So we thought, let's be a little bit different, see if people will go for it. Um, so I put a little poll out on Instagram and actually a lot of people went for it. Um, so yeah, so basically it's um, just a typical brunch, typical bean and bread, but brunch in a box with some um, hard cookies and some bubbly or coffee if you'd rather. Um, and just people come and collect it and go home and enjoy. And, and yeah, it's kind of like you don't have to bother yourself. And like I say, it's something to look forward to. You can unwrap it, it's like a little gift. And um, and it's, it's a way of, um, of people Know, having been and bred at home and uh, and yeah so so that's what we thought we'd do for for the 14th um which is pretty exciting and then we're just continuing like i said with our plant-based menu all the way through until we can open um we can open for sitting um and yeah we'll just decide then how we're going to like mix up the menu a little bit i love kind of changing up the menu just because i know we've got a lot of regulars who like to try different things and we've got a lot of regulars who love the same thing when they come in as well but i think changing up our takeaway menu has definitely taught me that you know people like to see some change and and um i think with the new year and hopefully you know things getting better it'll be nice to to definitely mix it up a little bit um, for some excitement for when everyone comes back and yeah I think we're all looking forward to gently <laughs> easing into new things yeah. and obviously with the spring coming the longer days the warmer hopefully drier weather it'll be really nice and you've got a lovely little outdoor area as well which my husband and I when you did the uh, cocktail evening yeah uh, back earlier last year uh, we went down and we sat outside in the evening and we were saying it's like being on holiday because yeah. we had we were very fortunate it was a nice evening and just sitting outside which we don't often do in this country was so lovely yeah it is it kind of and I think with the cocktail evenings um, that we started back in I think it was um, beginning of September um, I think that kind of brought a little bit of a different vibe to being and bread um, and yeah with the I remember sitting outside as well at, at, at some point when we were doing them and I, I kind of thought this is a really nice really nice vibe really that really nice feeling and um and and it was only a blip that we kind of did it and um, which I was gutted about so I was so excited to do kind of the cocktails uh, around Christmas time but but I'm definitely um, excited about the spring summer and with the outside seating we're kind of um working on putting a canopy and some heaters outside so that people can feel a little bit more cozier in the in the colder months um, which will encourage people who may not be so comfortable with coming inside after the lockdown's lifted and they can sit outside and still enjoy what we've got to offer um 
but yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to that I, th I think we're all kind of um we're just kind of focused now on on the spring summer and we're thinking that's yeah. kind of going to be our time and, and it's been such a dreadful um a dreadful year for hospitality i count my blessings yes. really that um that we've kind of survived it because i know a lot of a lot of companies haven't um and just for the support really i feel like in abergavenny you know with the countryside and and the fresh air and and the space like so many people are, are more willing to kind of venture out maybe for a walk and a coffee um compared to whether we we would be in like a city um and, and i think that's kind of a work that worked in our favor um and and yeah Definitely. I think it's so easy where you are to swing by, get a takeout and go to a park or up um, one of the viewing points, say up on top of the Florence, the Block Fox Hunter viewing point yeah. and have that space and the outdoorness, but yeah. with something really nice and warming and tasty to eat, which is so lovely when we're in the middle of the winter we're in the middle of a pandemic everything looks kind of doom and gloom so to have that little bit and i was just thinking earlier as well you, you've covered nurturing and nourishing yeah. on all levels both physically and emotionally and, and just that general connection and community and well-being side of things as well yeah yeah, for sure. And, and I feel like a lot of people, which has surprised me because they've taken snaps of our um, coffee and smoothies and food um, after they've come and gotten from us, but they've, they've all kind of gone out to parks and made sure they were kind of in nature rather than going back home, you know, which says something mm. we're all kind of desperate to just be outdoors and, and be outside for as long as we possibly can, you know. Um, which is really nice, actually, because it gives us some nice snaps to, to repost on Instagram of the beautiful Abigail scenery. Um, and it's good to know that people are, are kind of like, you know, getting out. If they weren't going to get out otherwise, it's kind of a reason to get out and then kind of go for a nice walk and whatnot. And, you know, you never know, it could be doing a lot for somebody who would have otherwise just sat at home and, and kind of spent their day at home a little bit down, or, you know. And in the times that we have been able to be social outdoors, that's nice as well. You can still kind of meet up with somebody for a coffee. Yeah. Though it might be outdoors instead of sitting inside. Yeah, for sure. I think it means, you know, for especially like you say, for people who live on their own, um, even just coming in, like bumping into a friend or or, you know, seeing someone along the path and and it's just life's little pleasures, isn't it? Just grabbing a coffee and, and having a little natter and it it things that didn't kind of used to mean so much or maybe we took for granted mean so much now um and I think we're not going to know ourselves when everything opens up and we're able to actually sit inside across the table from our best friend or family no. uh, that we couldn't see and uh, it's going to be heaven it is yeah you're right though that it's the little things and we we've come to appreciate those little things so I think that is huge now. We've we've realised how huge that is. And going back to what you were saying about sustainability, it's those little steps as well. And the little steps on just having a plant-based day in your week or whatever, mm. all of these little steps we've realised now really do mind up. They come together to being something big. And mm. it's so lovely that we can come together in spaces like Bean and Bread and to do that together as a community with connection yeah definitely yeah and i think you know there's definitely need for more of that um as because i'm not from abigaveni you know i do struggle sometimes to to network and especially because we've had these last um 
well, a few months, year, um, with everyone in lockdown and not able to see each other. But I feel like because I've uh, had time to think and become a bit more creative about the way I want to move forward with the business. Um, at the same time, I haven't been able to reach out to people as much as I'd have liked um, to share ideas and, and think of ways that we can move forward together and get that message out there. Um, so I'm really excited to do that when um, when things lift um, and move together as a community and put ideas forward and 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 yeah, it'll be it'll be really good to, to network work again and get our uh, women networking morning back going and uh, and I think we'll all be looking forward to that because as well I think you know that that's that people have, have started to become creative and any business idea that they've had they've moved forward with it or opened a business I was looking on Instagram yesterday and there was a young girl who's um, started a soy um, candle company um, and she's got 15,000 followers on Instagram and she only started in June 2020 and I thought wow that's incredible you know and because everyone now is like focused um, on social media which you know is a good thing and a bad thing um, I think it's probably a really good time to get messages out there and, um, and kind of get your audience listening um, to what you've got to say. I think it has been a time when a lot of people have turned a hobby into a business or turned uh, some craft thing that they did into a business or just realized that they don't have anything else if they're in the hospitality business and they've lost that job effectively mm. yeah. uh, or their where they worked has closed down even then they need to go and find something else because they need an income they need something to survive um, I was just going to say Beverly has beaten me to it that there is, I mentioned she's uh, one of the people who runs the Awaken uh, group, business yeah. club. So uh, that's a group on Facebook. Uh, okay. She's inviting you to join that, but also she's, well, she runs the Awaken business club and she's one of the people who runs Torvine Breakfast, which is an online networking group. Okay. Uh, so if, if you, I know that you've got little Jesse to look after and I'm sure he takes up a lot of your time being only 18 months old. But if you did have free time to network, there are opportunities online, which you know are just a way of keeping some of that connection. And obviously the Torvine one is a local one. Yeah, lovely, okay, thank you very much. I'll definitely so uh, I can send you the links to those. I think there's so much out there as well that you don't know about. Sometimes it's difficult to hear of it because you just, no one mentions it, you know, but all of this stuff is out there at your disposal. And you don't even know what to ask for, because if you don't know about it, you don't even know to ask. Exactly. And I suppose it is an easier way at the minute to kind of communicate, isn't it? If there's something that we can just like log in to ask a question or share ideas. So thank you for that. Great. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Beverly's group is a lovely one. So Amazing. Uh, I can Perfect. send you the information for that. Yeah, thank you. Perfect. And um, maybe if you would send me the link if you have a do you have a specific link for the valentine's offer that you've got going yeah, yeah we do yeah then exactly. i can i can share that below this once once i've posted it once you know exactly. we've finished and it's gone it's all on our website um it's live on our website the menu um and and just dm me or message me um if you kind of want to order but i'll for sure send you send you a link to that um and our plant-based menu that we're currently offering and I take it the Valentine's brunch boxes are for the 14th only. That's just the one yeah. day. Yeah, we're just doing for the 14th, collection on the 13th or the morning of the 14th. Uh, and we're also kind of offering um, kind of additional um, portions if people want to celebrate it with their family 
or if they we had um, a, a young lady the other day ask if we can add a portion of they're doing galentines with three friends um you know so i don't just want to kind of say that it's just for couples like pancake to to uh, families or friends or whoever you're celebrating with really because at the end of the day it's brunch and um, it's, it's the only kind of day we're doing it so why not just have it at home for a change yeah and i think that's really important because this year we just need to share the love yeah. whether it's with our partner couple or if it's your Galentine's I haven't heard that one before yeah. or you know friends family whoever it is and even do it on zoom you know you yeah. can have somebody with their box in their house and somebody with their box yeah. in another house and and sharing the love across There's many ways to do it isn't there yeah 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 so Jessica I'd love to just thank you so much for coming on and sharing so much wonderful and encouraging information not only about being and bread but just generally on the taking care of ourselves of connection community nourishing and uh, sustainability so thank you thank you again thank you robin thanks for having me on for sure thank you it's been lovely and if you want to know more about jessica and being and bread i will be sharing the link below so have a lovely week everybody bye for now